When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Received wisdom is that eating sounds bad on the radio, but um, as Ben and I know, it sounds marvellous in, in Desert Island Crisps. Everyone going... My old, uh, Wasn't that the thing that everyone hated so yes, much? Yes, it was the thing that everyone hated about it. Um, it's only, I'm, my plan, I haven't eaten yet as part of my, my um, 16 8 diet. And because I've got a small hangover, mm-hmm. I saved it to now. And I thought if I ate now, I'll be on the sugar up. Because in about 12 minutes after eating this toast, I'm going to want to go to sleep. So <laughs> Have you got 12 minutes? I have a massive, so I think we, we get, get on. 12 minus is it, is it really five. bad if, I, if I'm crunching? I'm only going to add in fake toast crunching later on anyway. <laughs> I noticed from the Daily Mail that the, the war in Ukraine is over. Front page, Burkow, uh, the big page three, which has been war, 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 is now um, Camilla Parker Bowles meets Emerald Fennell. And poor, and poor Emerald Fennell is pursuing her excellent career without the use of any feet or any hands, as you noticed. <laughs> I thought she was wearing the super posh we've discussed before, the way that with your, of a certain amount of wealth, mm. you don't, you're too rich to put your arms in the sleeves. Shoulder robing. So you just put it, so rich ladies just have it over their shoulders, basically so they can throw off their coat and immediately count their money really easily. I thought she was doing that, but then I realised, no, you're quite... She's in, missing her feet too. So she's and, done, she's, she's wearing a sort of jacket, a sort of cape, jacket which is hiding her hands and she's she's done a bit of a victoria beckham with her trousers and her trousers cover her shoes so she looks like she's got no hands and no feet do you know what she looks like she looks like the an iceberg she looks like the sign on the front of the ladies loo where they tell you know where they tell triangular 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 person yeah that outfit when she was kind of on the move and swishing around would look amazing but she's just they've slightly caught her with a bad photo there yeah then we've got a story in the bottom of page three, which I'm going to want to come back to you later. Yes, I noted that down Yeah, too. doggy depresses. Dogs are depressed. So tell me, <laughs> at what point in your life did you find she has a problem with your mother? What? No, oh this my God. This is all to do with the psychosexual drama. But is the, is the psychiatrist a German shepherd? Or an Austrian... <laughs> it's a, it's a German psychoanalyst. Do you know... Um, well, of course, this is, this is because... This, you know why they're all depressed, right? It's because these are all... Well, this going to be a war. Right, because it's lockdown puppies. Oh, yeah. But so Taught by people who shouldn't have a dog, don't know how to look after them, dogs are depressed. 75% of dogs have poor mental health, apparently. 8.8 million dogs in this country indicating anxiety or depression. 
With 18% showing symptoms right. as okay. often so as we what is, so, I, so what I would say, the thing I would think is just because, and, and the suggestions are, don't two walks a day isn't enough. You have to play with them. They have to have like funny toys. They basically have to quote unquote work because dogs were bred to do work and not just sit there being your friend because you haven't got any other friends. Except but not... what's funny about that? Well, they were, but they're being bred out, aren't they? Because they're working because they now... Yeah. As we noted yesterday, sitting on our stoop for the first time this year because it was quite spring-like, and literally every single yeah. person that walked past had a dog. And the same dog. They've yeah. all got a Labradoodle. Exactly. Every single what one. was a Labradoodle bred for? Uh, um, to be hypoallergenic and not shed fur. There you well. go. It hasn't been bred to work. So a Labrador yeah. is bred to do what some sort of hunting, gun work, isn't it? Gun, yeah. gun dog. And a poodle is a water dog, isn't it's it? All, it's all, yeah. So it goes after your ducks that you've shot. So down you take a Labrador and a and a, a, a and a poodle when you go shooting. And if the duck lands in the water, the poodle yeah. gets it. And if it lands on land, the Labrador gets it. And if they fuck, you end up with a Labradoodle, <laughs> uh, which is what hypoallergenic and you can walk. Well, it the seems park. to be the dog that you have to own in order to be gained entry to, to in order to go go on the heath. It's it's almost like. It's mandatory to have a dog to go for a walk on the heath. So no wonder these dogs are depressed because the Labradoodle is going, Row! what am I here for? Row! Row! You know, yeah, dad was a gun dog, mum was a gun dog. They went out, you know, mum was a water gun dog. She went off with that. What am, what am I for? We all know that a kleptocrat is ruled by thieves that they call Russia a kleptocracy and it's from Greece. I don't think Russians call themselves kleptocrats, <laughs> we have, do yeah, they? Excellent kleptocracy. Yeah, I'm working do. my way up to kleptocracy. <laughs> At the bottom of the kleptocracy is like the artful dodger. Mm. Then Fagin, Bill Sykes, who worked way up to Putin. But you made, there was this wonderful thing that you'd said, the kleptocrats are so high up in the Russian army yeah. that when they go, yeah, I've, we've, we've got loads of tanks, they've actually stolen the money. Well, yes. The, it the, the, what, what, it, the, the theory is that Putin was unaware that his army, which he had kind of rearmed, what hadn't been rearmed as well as he thought it had, because all, all sorts of money's been siphoned off. Because he took a load of thieves and burglars and gave them jobs in the military, and then was really surprised when they stole all the money. Yeah, um, because so, and, and they and they stole it all and spent it on yachts and villas because they didn't think for one second that there was a, that the, this Russian army was ever going to actually have to invade anywhere. Surprise! Well, so I was thinking, so like, if there's, a, we've got to explain what kleptocracy is. There could be some other ocracies, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, and yeah, I think so. A, a word that I've always known, well, I've known because it was on a triv machine at university thirty years ago, is kakistocracy. Do you do you know that one? Uh, everyone's crap. Yes, it is. It's a rule by the worst. Out of interest, do you know, I, I, I looked up some and made up some hilarious ones. Thinking about our current government would be a weenocracy. Ruled by penises. <laughs> Weeners. Weeners. The, well, ween, it's, it's a, it would be a, run by boozers, drinkers, alcoholics. A, a ween? Oh, I, so like you a, have the word a, now. A ween. Well, like you don't like yeah. a weenophile, but pronounce it weenophile. This was me Googling ancient Greek for... Yeah. drunkard and they, you, what you get I think weenos I mean it is wine but they didn't have like a full range of spirits and wines and beers back then yeah. so the word collect was collective for everything I'm straying into territory above my educational level which is rare but I am so like a weenocracy would be this their big, yeah. and it's what people think of, a sympocracy symposium is the word for party it's the part of, a, of, a, of an evening in ancient Greece I mean I know there's also Plato's symposium which is something else but that's the word for a party so a a sympocracy or a symposium would be party animals. You know, that's yeah, a joke that's about. That's a bit of an old boring joke. Or the it? parties in Downing Street. Or a purocracy. What's that? Run by kids. That's a. Well, I hate to, like, we've gone back into my level of. Puer is Latin. Has to be a Greek word. Oh, does it? You can't mix oh, my Greek no and good. Latin. It's the, only, the only word you can mix Greek and Latin is television. Yeah, I know my Greek is non existent. Tele, which meaning far in Greek, and then video. Uh, I've also, I thought, now, a pseudocracy. 
is it would be a, would be a rule by liars. Um, a zagnocracy, I think, would be a rule by sex pests. I don't know how you pronounce it, but... Is there any way of sort of concertinaing all the words together? Because they seem to be run by... by <laughs> so Boris Johnson's boozing. government of We Know Simpo Studio Lagnocrats. Yes. Which would be hard-drinking, lying, shagging party yeah. animals. Yeah. That's welcome to Britain's We Know Simpo Studio Lagnocracy. That's a great word. I love it. And uh, that can be your punchline. Column. Excellent. Well, that can be a little thing. However, do you know what aristocracy is? What it actually translates as? Aristo... Uh, it's going to be something really silly, like wise, like the wisest or something. It's, it's ruled by the best. Yeah. Which is like, that was like before, but it's not, that's not what we think of it as now, is it? You, it's now, it didn't, you, you look it up expecting to mean rule by chinless dorks with massive estates. <laughs> ruled by red trousers. <laughs> ruled by people with red trousers. But I, mean, I wonder, I wonder if, I mean, presumably in the, you know, I'm, I'm my, oh, my Greek civilization is knowledge is, is literally zero but is it so amuse us all with your misconceptions <laughs> but our, our, the like the aristocracy in like back then probably generally was the like the best no or do you think not um do you think was there but there, but there was there, how would you select the best for the aristocracy if it wasn't well aristocracy it was, it was, it was inherited it was, aristocracy then was then they came they was it was versus democracy which was ruled by the people the demos right and the aristocracy i mean I, the, the aristocrats then the, first of all it was smaller so like ancient greece athens whatever it was like 300,000 yeah, exactly. people so, it wasn't, yeah. so everyone was related to everyone and it's like yeah. the best families they just said we're the best we're going to run everything um, yeah, uh, and also the demos. When people say demos, the people, they only mean like a group of maybe like a thousand people. Like we didn't count like the slaves or like basically no, no. everyone else. Or the, yeah, exactly, or the women or anyone who hasn't been taught by Aristotle or whatever. So the demos and like demos dem meant yeah. rich blokes, exactly, and Aristos meant rich blokes who the, were the, the children like, of rich blokes, the really okay guys, the okay guys, and then the t the teeming mass of everyone else who we don't even regard as human. And now we've ended up with a we know simpo studio lab. Agnocracy, I really love a word that. that only Boris Johnson, ironically, of any politician <laughs> would understand. Speaking of aristocracy, I don't understand why our servant hasn't switched off the bleep on the uh, dishwasher, but I'm going to go and do it. It's okay, fine. Oh, uh, the washing machine. I don't know the difference because I'm an aristo. She's not our servant. She's our domestic coordinator. Unacceptable takes on the wall. Yes, you said that now three times, and I'm a bit worried about this one. I, I, you, you mentioned it earlier on, and I was just like, Did I? please, no, forget about that. Okay, so basically, my, it's this. It's like, there's a call that you have to make if you're a kind of diversionary columnist, like we both are, uh, which is, it, there isn't, it can't be anything new. My opinion on the war doesn't matter. I know nothing that yeah, everybody else doesn't know, mm. and I'm unlikely to form a new opinion mm. because... You know, we want to hear up to a point what Danny Finkelstein thinks about it or, yeah. you know, a political thinker thinks about it like that. He was, you know, brilliant this morning on the reality of a nuclear war, which <laughs> one tries not to think about. And then I was thinking, well, when, when can you laugh? You've got to be allowed to laugh when there's a war on. So I was thinking about... And no one's got a better sense of humour than the Ukrainians, as we now discover. Ruled by a comedian. <gasps> What's comedy in Greek? Good question, because that's what Ukraine is. Yeah, Ukraine is a well, that's, what is comedy it? it may well be comedy. Because I'm thinking it's not from... I think comedy may be a Greek word. Uh, what's the, Just put ancient Greek for comedy. I know you're not very good at Googling things, but... Ancient Greek... I'm not very good at Googling things. Ancient... She's really weird. She can't Google things. She, just, she, put, she puts in really weird questions and confuses Google. Instead of just writing ancient Greek for comedy in the thing, she'd have written something really weird. What have you written into Google? 
Why can't you Google things? <laughs> it's so annoying. Comodia, comodia. Comodia. Like K, like in le- Roman words, K O M O I D. Yeah, letters. Sorry. Okay, so com- it does come so from it's com- Greek. So commodocracy. Com- a commodocracy. A commod- sounds a little. Commodocracy sounds a little bit like a rule by dragons. Yeah, it could, yes, it does, so it it's does. comoidocracy is what they are, yeah. as opposed to our we know simpo pseudo lacnocracy. I think that's got legs. That idea, I like it. I'm going to keep using it. So there's no way of editing it out. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to the Times and the Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Runfest Run is the UK's ultimate running festival, and it's back this May, just 20 minutes from Reading. Join me, Vassos Alexander, Chris Evans, Paula Radcliffe and other running royalty as we run by day and party by night with Sophie Ellis-Bexter, Top Loader, Basement Jacks and so many more. Tickets on sale at runfestrun.co.uk. A number of people have talked in Ukraine very movingly and I heard a bloke, was it, was it? You know, I don't know whether it was Klitschko or someone like that, or it wasn't Zelensky, but it's Klitschko, some army guy, or someone just in besieged Mariupol or something saying, you know, eventually is, you become used to war. And it's mm. after days, it's been uh, two weeks, and uh, I don't know why I sound like Chelsea manager, what's his name, Portuguese guy. 
What was he called? It's just your the special it's one. Just what your general all-purpose foreign. What's the accent? special one called? Mourinho. Yeah, just you try to do Ukraine accent, special. you end up Mourinho. Referee is terrible. I am careful what I say. I get in trouble with FA. Referee is, is fucking useless. He is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this I, yes, I have no money to buy players anymore, and it's terrible. And anyway, sorry, forget that. The point. What I'm trying to say is the Ukrainians were going. You get used We get up. We have breakfast. We do. Our, we go about our life. And there is a situation where you're being bombed every day, and it becomes normal. It, you know, it's it's no less serious, but it becomes normal. So I'm saying, in the same way, I'm, what I want to say is, I'm not going to write these things, and I don't think these things. But is there a column in a like a listicle about unacceptable war takes? This is an unacceptable thing to say. I'm not, it's not like Jimmy Carr unacceptable. Unacceptable war. I mean, look, I I, I see where you're going with this. I wonder. I I, I just. I, it's quite it's quite a complicated conceptual thing, and I wonder if you might get. I'm yourself- hoping to get the humour out of increasingly unacceptable points. What about I fancy Putin? Um, I mean, I, it's tricky because I'm a bloke, but Catelyn Moran always does an I fancy piece. She did I yeah. fancy Zelensky. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has in the past done I fancy Gordon Brown, I fancy Ed Balls, I fancy Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, I fancy Aslan, Aslan out of the Lion yeah. Witch in the Wardrobe. And obviously what Catelyn always fancies is like big, strong, hairy left-wingers. Like uh, her husband. <laughs> like Peter, exactly. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah, you're quite right. But Peter's, I think Peter's a bit more delicate. He's not like he's yeah. not as strong as... But basically, though, she likes... Not afraid to wear a cardigan. Yeah, exactly. She likes she likes a left... So so she, Catelyn's never going to write I Fancy Putin. Uh, probably. I don't think. Because she means it when she writes this fancy. And she uses sort of sexual desire of a woman as a way, as an imprimatur of approval yeah. to broadly left-wing or, you know... I don't know how Aslan's politics necessarily, but Aslan but, is Jesus Christ. So is I don't he? Know, yeah. so basically left wing. So, yeah, so, I, so what about I fancy Putin? I mean, people say that he's actually in quite good shape. Or just puffy face. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he when he does those shirtless things on a horse. So not a bad chest, frankly, for a man of. He's got a dad bod. He's got a decent dad. Don't bod. say like you because you say dad bod. I've got. I didn't say like you. Saying you. I've got a Putin body. <laughs> Actually, Catelyn once wrote about how she fancied me. That shows how long ago it was. That's yeah, a long, she did a, a long time ago. Oh, you remember it? Or you I mean it must no, have been a long time ago when yeah. I was fanciful. Yeah. Oh, she, it was a TV review uh, of Supersizes, 2007. Oh, I'll right. never forget. And she oh, wrote about like her. Charles Conchley hot. Uh, she went off me when she discovered I was right wing. Mm. Um, but, but you're not. That's the weird <laughs> thing. It's just that everything has shifted so completely. Like out the world of all turned into commies. The world, everyone's. They well, all turned into commies and, and. Well, there's that thing that the left trying to shove everyone in the centre left into being right wing it's worked with me uh, so <laughs> no, you just got old that's all so um, anyway so Putin so wait a minute you're saying I'm quite a lot like Putin uh, listen I think I think there is um, I think there is a there is an essential kernel in Putin's soul which is fully 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 masculine which exists inside all men that's what I think really yes I do that this is why men Putin's kind of the little kind of core sort of little microchip inside him that started this war exists inside all men and I, I don't think it exists so you, it's women. basically the invasion of Ukraine is man spreading yes a hundred percent oh my god like whether you do it with invading Ukraine or whether you do it like yeah. a fight about your garden wall or your Leylandia or the fucking bins it's always men who start these Oh God! We don't want to get into the if women rule the world, there'd be no wars. I'm not, I'm no, not. because they would. They'd be death by. It's an interesting question. I don't know what would happen, but um, I they wouldn't. But but really, I don't think there would be any war. I mean, there would be conflict, but it would be different. It'd be Pasag, would it? So he wouldn't actually go into Ukraine. He'd just turn his back on Ukraine and not make it tea. Yeah. Yeah. 
withdraw sexual favours and just so, generally go well I don't know what you want to do with your country but in my country <laughs> we have free healthcare for all actually the fact that he's just ba- you now say he's being a bloke and the worry we have is that he's going to be like some sort of mental pissed bloke the kind of bloke who when arrested after a fight outside a pub turns on the police yeah. and everything's so fucked now he might as well try yeah, and exactly. kill the police yeah, and then yeah. steal the police car the main thing is fuck me he might he might be such a thick bloke with his mansplaining of you Ukrainians have yeah. uh, nuclear weapons and is invade lying to just get, try and get people mm. on on his side he may then uh, just like hit the nuclear button so you've, you've, you've seen a... you've seen the film The Mask starring Jim Carrey yes Putin's basically put <laughs> you the mask draw everything in. comes back to the mask that's because you. it's a wonderful analogy the mask Putin is wearing some fucking mask well it is it's the that it's his Botox mask it, underneath his mask yeah. is like this old Russian man yeah but then there's this weird kind of rubber face it looks like a eyes painted on a bum <laughs> which is a really weird thing to want to have when you're so powerful uh, because I reckon his plastic surgeon stole all the money. So oh, it didn't really possibly. just gave him that really weird arse Yeah, it's face. some sort of plastic surgeon that's been rejected from Hollywood by being not very good. He's now working in Russia on Putin's face. This story I really liked. Okay? okay, so there's how many? Two thousand eight hundred Russians. Two thousand three hundred. Two thousand three hundred Russian estimate. kids in the private schools. Uh-huh. Okay, so yes, fine. On a plus side, all the people competing to get their children into Eton will be able to a bit more because the Russians aren't going there. But did you see the piece? If you read down, the Russians wouldn't be allowed because all those independent schools would lose their charitable status. Right. These kids, they said, these kids will will have to go to state schools. Yeah. So I then thought of Grange Ski Hill. <laughs> So I thought, you, I, I suddenly had this notion, because the Russians, they don't really, they don't want to go to school and learn things and be in the national curriculum and like, are you on free school dinners or are you not? And like, they, what, Russians go to school in order that they can meet people like Boris Johnson. Russians go to, want to go to Westminster and Eton and St. Paul's so they can row and wear f- fancy clothes and... Do they, they, or do they just go because it's best and most It's the best school in the whole of everywhere. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not. They're not so talking about this. They that... won't get part of place in British establishment. So soon they go to school, they go to British school, more normal, like, for example, Grinsky Hill. Uh, hello, my name Oleg. I am arrived for first day at school. Please tell me where is uh, where is, where, where is Shufa Park? Where uh, is Gold Bathroom? Where is Gold Bathroom? Wh- you are you think? saying that are you saying that Grange Ski Hill would be your entire piece? Yeah, Grange Ski Hill. I, like a, vi- a vision of just a normal English, big English uh, comprehensive, suddenly for the Russians. I love it as an idea. Yeah. I love it. I think it's fantastic. You don't know anything about comprehensive schools, though, or... Or Russia. Or Russia. Right, so that or, or Russia. I've always imagined that comprehensive... I mean, are we going to go there? I mean, look, yes, I was have a very privileged education. I've seen the outside of a lot of state schools. To me, they look an awful lot like uh, what I imagine Soviet Russia looked like. Aren't they just really big big places where no one has enough to eat and everyone's mean to you? Um, it's, there's certainly a lot of brutalist architecture in modern secondary yeah. schools. Um, I think the food's okay, although... They, they're all in the corner shop. It's free every, school meals, just like Russia. Uh, Unless you've got some money, just like Russia. It's a basically Soviet system. I think it's an amazing idea. And if you if you knew anything about the comprehensive system... So I don't have to know about the comprehensive system. I just have to know about Grange Hill, you see. Uh, so What are they called? Zamo. Zamsky. Zamo already sounds Russian. Zamo. Tucker, Tucker. Tucker Jenkins. If you can remember some storylines... Tucker. If you can remember some storylines, things could end with like, but then there wasn't enough parking on the roof of my helicopter. Do you remember, Gra- do you, do you remember Zamo's, were you, are you old enough to remember Zamo's campaign against heroin? The Zamo character was on smack and there was a song, just say no, no, just say no. It was a say no to drugs. So just say nyet. 
<laughs> would be a thing. This is no, and also I and, and there was there was um, Stewpot. It was there was Stewpot who snogged Trish. Trisha Yates, flipping Eck Tucker. Benny was their mate who was really good at football. Alan was the fat one. It was like representative nineteen seventies English kind of thing. How the hell I watched? I watched Grange Hill every week, and I don't remember a single thing about it. When I watched it, there was nothing else on the telly. I yeah. watched it. And well, no, I was either watching Grange Hill or Columbus. Also, there was you, nothing on the telly when you I was were at a state school, so it wasn't so amusing. To it you. wasn't that funny. So to me, it was fucking hell. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where are the dorms? <laughs> I've completely switched off. I mean, that's you, the you always do. That's the bit. Yeah. Okay, uh, you have it. Listen, you know you've got a time limit, and I turn into a pumpkin, and that's it. And I'm now not. I'm just looking at you. There's no one home. I want to talk about Uncharted. This movie we went to oh see. Oh my god, that was bad. There was a point in Uncharted where I was having troubles with realism at one point, and it was there was a thing where they 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 find okay, so they found Vasco da Gama's two galleons, perfectly preserved. Who's Vasco da Gama? Is it not Vasco da Gama? Who? The guy who sailed around the world. Is that not what the whole film's about? Oh, God, right, yeah. Is that a real person? For fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, my God! You're the person the film needs to be made for so they can find out who Vasco da Gama was. The oh. projection the, the, the projection of the world, the Mercator projection, the map, yeah? The map, the 15th century, 16th century map of the thing. Vasco da Gama, it's da Gama, that's what oh, we're talking right, about. Okay. That's what the film's about. That's what they discovered, unrealistically, and you were persuaded because you didn't know I thought it was Vas- a load of pirates. <laughs> This or is... are pirates and people who go around the world just the same thing? Oh! Like Francis Drake, yes. pirate! But the th- one of the interesting things about it, that film was made before everyone decided, decided that Francis Drake is a slaver. So, so the, the boys are called, the guy, the Tom Holland character is called Drake. They're the Drake yeah. brothers and they love Francis Drake because he went around the world. Now Francis Drake is being taken off American syllabuses. He's being understood because he was male. I mean, he had a, he transported humans. So... He's now predominantly a slaver, and he's not. It's not a great story. And the fact is, Vasco da Gama is going to go that way as well, because they all do these explorers. But the thing was, no, in this film, so the, the two galleons of Vasco da Gama are preserved uh, in a cave. And I'm and, I, and there's a bit when he goes in, he's trying to find the gold, but the gold is in barrels, and on top of the barrels are cloves. And he puts his hand, and goes cloves, and you go, they're five hundred year old cloves. I love the fact that like, that's that, your problem with the, that movie. The place, the place that the galleons are being kept is right on the edge of the sea. Which is the one place that nothing survives. I mean, you can't, you know, the, the salt, the, the you can't smell the. Later, when the two galleons of Vasco da Gama are dangling from helicopters, swinging through the air, and they're going dang, 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 and when Tom Holland manages to load a five hundred year old cannon, which is not at all corroded or rusted, but and puts the and lights it with his Zippo, and it fires across and blows up the other helicopter, I started to worry less about the clothes. Yes. And then I just thought, fuck me, because of CGI and what it can do. Yeah. You can do amazing things with CGI. Mm. Tom Holland's other films, all three Spider-Mans, are unbelievable. Mm. Uh, but you can also do things where two massive medieval galleons swing through the air from helicopters, firing at each other, with Marky Mark in one of them. And, like, and, it's, and it's like, Ugh! And Marky Mark, he's like really not enjoying being in the movie because... He's really not, It's a he? Tom Holland movie. What yeah. the Marky Mark is yeah. just going, oh man. And it's just a film. I think Kevin Mayer, was, I always think it's him. And he wrote about it's just how muscly, these two incredibly muscly guys yeah. bulging out of their things. And it's all about the bodybuilding bit and how jealous... You know, Marky Mark must be to be at the end of his career and see. It's like me, what me, me reading James Marriott in the Times. Yeah, thinking, yeah, that's great, man. But he's going to be still doing it when I'm dead. What really, what really, 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 really annoys me about bad movies like Uncharted and bad books and everything is that you know people sort talk such 
people talk such crap about like character development <laughs> and story structure and it's got to be like this and like that and I'm not at all bitter that I don't have uh, a, a, a contract for a, a fiction contract with the product I'm not it, this is all fine but you you slave over your plot yeah. and you slave over your characters and you slave over your writing and then this gets me it's a 93% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes like, although our eight year old son did oh, yes. love it. Our eight-year-old son came out of it and he thought it was just so amazing. And I had to shush you down a couple of times. I know. There was one when you tried to say it was bad. And there's one when Sam went, oh, well, shit on it then, he said, sitting in the back of the, of the car. Because <laughs> he just thought it was absolutely fucking brilliant. And that's when I was really glad that I wasn't uh, next to you because we sat Kitty between yeah. us and then Sam. And I could see Sam in that, at the Odeon Holloway just basically yeah. lying, down, lying down, popcorn, coke, watching the fucking galleons dangling from helicopters. It's the best thing ever. And then he comes back and writes his novel. He's now on page whatever of his... You know, he writes these stories. And they have... It'll, very soon, there'll be the dangling galleon. And I'm going to say, fine. I, I also... I, I would love to see Uncharted rewritten by, like, Zadie Smith and see if, if with a purely character-driven narrative, yeah. you can get to galleons dangling from a helicopter. No, with a character-driven na- narrative, that would have been absolutely... They missed... Um, oh my god they missed such a trick with that mar- they couldn't decide what Marky Mark's character was yeah. they, were, they were going for like Again, George Clooney grifter when you say remember when you say they couldn't decide what kind of character Marky Mark was that in this film there's a cannon dangling from a helicopter that shoots a galleon out of the sky that was the first to circumnavigate the globe under Vasco da Gama You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Wireless Studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin Has No Idea. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.